Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats, rats, dogs, and squirrels, welcome to episode one of Jam Machines. James, how are you doing today? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good. I just, I just like, I asked you how you were as if you're like a special guest and you're like, <laughs> literally made this. <laughs> yeah, just been there around the past hour, so. Past hour? Oh yeah, we were, got all the lights together. And... Welcome to the office. Um, we're, we're planning on posting episode zero, right? Yeah, well, so, uh, you know, we're going to put it on well, YouTube, I, but we're not going to put episode zero on Spotify. Yeah, so episode zero was not filmed in this office. We filmed episode zero at James's house, and afterwards, the experience was so rough that we were like, we need to get an office. <laughs> so now we have an office. <laughs> Should we call it an office? It feels like a studio to me. Do I call it a studio? Which I, sounds cool. I want to call it the studio. I kind of like having an office. I I'd rather like bring someone to the studio. Bring someone to the studio? Than the office. There's no desk. If we're going to bring someone table. to the studio, then we got to do something. We got we to gotta decorate or something. Right now, this is an office. We will. Yeah, I've got we gotta put some. Get your posters in here. Get some of that. I've got Star Wars frames. We can always do that. Yes, of course. Of course. Okay. So this is the office. We, we put some money together. And now we're here. Studio. This, this, <laughs> this is the studio. It's, it's going to get hard to get to. Studio Jam. Right. It's not that hard to get. You take an elevator to the Jam front. Studios. Jam Studios? It sounds like we've got our own, like we got FMG down there. There are so we, we got our own. No, it's a friendly competition. It's a friendly competition. It's still a competition, yeah. though. Yeah, true, true. We're going to go over there and just like, we're going to put posters up by their door. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I see Cap there. Uh, you know, every time, and he's like, "Yo, how's the office going?" Blah blah. blah. I'm like, "It's a studio, you know, I, 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 right?" I it's not an office, you idiot. Yeah. So, <sighs> it was hot today. Yeah. Well, that was a good segue. I know. Thank you very it's much. Not even noon. It's not it's even noon. Hot. It's about like what? Like eleven forty ish. It's well, in yeah. the it's in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, it's it, in the eighties right now. It hit ninety yesterday, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Not only did it hit ninety, it was humid. Right, and I say this. I say this because sometimes it feels like it's twenty degrees, and then it's ninety degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, we never really get to that point where it's perfect. Well, yeah, but like, okay, so it, I, under, it, I, under, I understand it's a fallacy because, like, at some point it is perfect. But don't you ever do you ever do you ever like remember it being good weather ever? No. Especially in the state of New York, you remember cold, cold winter lasting so long, and then you're so excited to get out of winter that you forget that it's 95 degrees outside. Like, is there ever a point where it's really just like... Well, didn't we talk about that one photo where it's like, first winter, second, second winter, winter, blah, blah, blah. I think we might have talked <laughs> about it. Spring of deception, third winter, yeah. the pollening... <laughs> Actual spring, hell's front porch, like pollening still going. The pollening, I, th- I think there's we're still, there's still pollen coming on my car every morning, no matter yeah. how many times I clean it off. So I thought the pollening was like the intro to spring. Well, it's late then. Yeah, late spring, <laughs> late pollen. Yeah, but also early summer because yeah. it shouldn't be this hot in yeah. May. So I think we deserve it. Yeah, it's, but it was it was snowing in April. I don't like that. Did it? Oh yeah, dude, it, it snowed. I remember. I, I do remember that. It was middle of April. Waking up for my eight AM class at Cortland, and it was snowing outside. And I swore I I almost went back into my dorm and just went to bed. <laughs> I was this close. It was. So what's the perfect weather? Because obviously it's not twenty degrees, well, and it's nothing less than twenty degrees, and it's probably not anything greater than ninety degrees. I mean, it's subjective, right? Yeah, so, so, yeah, it's an opinion. I, I want to know, like, when you like from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, like, what's the weather outside for you? To be like, wow, for, what a what a great day for it to be outside. I would want it to be seventy. Okay. Okay, like flat seventy, like you know, nothing more, nothing less, but. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I don't like that humid feeling. I don't leave any windows open. It's just maybe my room just, it's got two windows on each side. Maybe yeah. it just gets warm from the sun hitting the glass. I need I need what you do when you got, like, the fan on and constantly cool air no matter what the temperature is. Because yeah. I, re- <laughs> I realize it's like, well, you did it for the white noise or whatever, but I just needed it because I needed 
I need to feel cool in the morning. Yeah. And I'm I'm figuring that out 20 years into now. But, yeah. That was a solid jab at me there. No, no, no. I'm, so, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you do. Fan escapade at our dorm. <laughs> yeah. Well. I, had to, I had to download a phone app and put white noise on the phone because I couldn't have the fan on in the room because the room got too cold in the morning. In October? It, now, don't get me wrong. It was October, and there's no reason for me to have a fan on. I was the weird one. <laughs> so <laughs> I got this app. That just mimics the fan. I played that next to me. Box fan. Box. It was a box fan because like it's like the big industrial fans mm-hmm. with like the like the wiring and like whoosh. those ones sound so therapeutic. Yeah. Anyways, you wake up. Mm-hmm. All right, eight in the morning. You go outside. Forty degrees. It's nice and cool, and there's mist. There's a there's like a mist. There's like dew on the grass. There's a nice mist. You can feel the mist. Because I think morning should be a little cool. You know, wakes you up. Really get to feel your existence. You know, you just get out there and just like, wow. It's a nice misty morning. No clouds, no rain or anything. It's just nice and cool. Then you get in the afternoon, goes into about 65, 70 degrees, clear blue skies, no clouds. Not a cloud in the sky. No clouds. 70 degrees. Beautiful skies. Maybe a soft breeze. Not necessarily. But there could be a nice soft breeze. Nothing above 70, though. This sounds like a bright April day. Yeah, except when it's not snowing. Or raining. Yeah. Well, we'll get... Well, th- there's rain in this perfect day, eventually. You said there's no clouds. Not now. There'll be clouds uh, later. Okay. <laughs> then you get into the... Alright, so it's beautiful 70 degree afternoon. Then you get into the evening... Cools down to about 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. Couple clouds out of the sky. And it's perfect barbecuing weather. And like, this is a day where the sun doesn't set till like 9. So you get to have a nice barbecue outside in the evening. Right. And get some yard games out there, like spike ball and uh, um, cornhole, you know, and horseshoes and stuff. Like, you play that and you have a barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Then you have a bonfire. Okay. No, no mosquitoes. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Is that part of the weather? No, I can't. Maybe it's mosquitoes, but we brought repellent. Yeah, yeah. And so then, you just prepare for then it. Then you settle down, go to bed, drops down back to 20 degrees, and there's a nice rain outside. 20? Okay, not 20. I'm sorry. That was too cold. <laughs> what was in the morning? 40? Yeah. It drops back down to 40, mm-hmm. and there's a nice rain outside for white noise. I don't know. You, can, you see me here, the pitter-patter of rain. The closest you're probably describing is, like, a day on the side of a mountain in, <laughs> in Holland or something. Because I'm trying, like, I can't imagine the weather it's very, would fluctuate it, it, that it's, much. It's very unrealistic. Yeah. The closest thing I can get to it is a nice, it's like a nice day in May. Yeah. Like a late spring day where it just happens to rain that night. That's well, about the closest it gets. You know, nothing perfect is realistic, I guess. So. I think the most unrealistic thing about it would be the mist in the morning. Uh, does that really happen in the spring? Well, you said mist, but there's no clouds, so I feel like no. Okay, then there'll be clouds in the morning. And then the clouds go away. <laughs> I like the clouds. I like the clouds, too, but when I see clouds, I'm afraid it's going to rain. I don't want to rain in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm, I, don't want, I want to do stuff. That's why. Aren't they colored? Isn't there kind of like a... Yeah, but a little uh, gray table. <laughs> if it's white, highly unlikely. It's kind of gray, and you see stuff coming down from it, it's probably going to rain. If you see stuff's coming from the clouds, I hope it's rain. <laughs> yeah, well, have you ever seen a black cloud? I've heard I've of seen, those like, a really thing. dark cloud. I thought it was just because, like, the sky was dark. You know, it was like, oh, it's a thunderstorm at night, and, like, yeah, it's black, but... It's because it's dark out. I never seen like a black cloud during the day. Does a black cloud exist? I, I thought it was just like that's a re- what I'm wondering. I thought it was just a really dark cloud to be like a thunderstorm. I don't know. But why would he be black? We could totally look that up right now. I'm sure you. Why? I feel like I feel like I'm asking a dumb question, but you know, there's like there's no. I should that there's no clouds at night. There are sometimes. There are? That, that's, yeah, that's why you can't see the moon sometimes. Because it's overcast by the clouds. Oh, wait, maybe there are clouds. 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Every time if I'm you were right, you would have been on to something, though. If it this, makes you feel any better. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying not to be as confident about my scientific guesses, because I'm not good at science. Type in black cloud again. But every time I feel like I look at the sky, all I see are stars at night. So then I'm just like, well, where are the clouds? Yeah, okay. You might have been right when you said you just thought there were dark clouds. Because all these ones that I'm seeing... I mean, yeah, but look at that, though. I'll show it to you like that. Yeah, that's that's not a black cloud to me. That's just a really dark cloud. Right. That's what I'm saying. That could go on the green screen. Yeah. And there that's it is. That's not a black cloud. There it is. Are you yeah. Kidding? What? So does a black cloud exist, or did you just look up a picture of a black cloud? I'm agreeing with you that I think it's just dark. Okay, it's just really dark? Yeah. Okay. Like, it, it might hit the pigment of black, but... Yeah, it's not a black cloud. Okay. To me, anyways. To you, it's not. Yeah. Because okay. I'm no expert, so I'm, I might be wrong. You might be wrong. Do you know who else might be wrong? The experts over at the CDC. Segway! Nice. I actually don't know anything. I, I'm not saying they're wrong. I, I don't know. I just wanted to segue. Anyways, um, we got some new um, mask guidelines over here in this great state of New York. Yeah. And a couple um, of other states as well. Right. On and our last episode, we were talking about, oh, you know, yeah. 2023. I wanted, I wanted to bring, I did want to bring up our predictions. Yeah. And, um, we were very vague about what, like, the criteria we were going for is. We mm-hmm. kind of just agreed it would be, like, a sense of normalcy, which is really hard to measure. But regardless, I feel like I'm a little closer than you are. Yeah. You said 2023. Well, I, I said I, I couldn't really know. But, yeah, of course. But so I was trying you're to right safely there. predict by saying I hope 2023. You hope 20. I think we I think we all hope 2023. I think we all hope 2022, actually. But, I mean, I said this summer because I'm an optimist and I hate COVID. So, <laughs> um, and we're in May. And in response to the new... Guideline set up by the CDC, which basically gives vaccinated people complete immunity. In New York. In New York. In New York. I mean, the CDC guidelines updated for the entire country, but New York. Oh, okay. New, yeah, it, it follows the entire country, but states responded differently to it. For example, California is not changing anything for like another month. It's not until like June 14th or something like that. They're like waiting a month for this. Right. And New York and a couple other states, like New Jersey, mm-hmm. They responded um, immediately, I think a day after, saying they lifted the mask mandates for businesses and um, other outdoor and indoor venues, saying, so, like, for example, at the place I work, Whiteman's, mm-hmm. we removed our mask mandate for customers. It's basically going off an honor system, for as far as I know. I don't know a lot about it, because I just got back into the Elmira store, and they didn't tell me a whole lot, but... As far as I know, it's basically an honor system. So unvaccinated people are encouraged to continue wearing their masks. But if you're vaccinated, you can take off your mask. But we're not going to look at anything. But we're talking about customers, right? Yeah, workers, yeah cost, customers, customers, workers, customers. They still got to wear these masks. And I'm yes. wondering how long that's going to be. Well, um... I know, I know for Wegmans employees, yeah. the 4th of July will mark the first day that vaccinated employees will be able to take off their masks at work. Really? At work, yes. We, that is confirmed. We got the announcement on my Wegmans app yesterday. Hmm. So that is confirmed on the 4th of July. They're giving it a month to give people time to get their second shots and kind of just process it. I just say, people want to feel comfortable with the people that are you know touching their yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. so I know that. I know nothing about other businesses. I know nothing about it. Um, have you known it? Like, what have you noticed? I'm sure you, like, walked into... Well, so... That was Wednesday for New York, kind of, and... Yeah, Wednesday was... A, they announced it on Tuesday. Wednesday was the first day it was in action. Right, and it's Friday morning now. So, and today's what? 21st of May. So, it's like, I've gone to... I've only gone in the past. I've just been really busy. I went to 7-Eleven and I went to Wegmans. Everyone's wearing their masks and, mm-hmm. and the employees. Yeah. Um, in both of them. I haven't seen anyone walk around with their mask. I've seen... I, 
I, I forget where I was, but I, I saw somewhere in some building. I'm not sure if it was a store or a restaurant, but um, I, I was somewhere where they weren't wearing masks, you know, when they were up walking around. So, yeah, you know, you I don't think, know. Do you, I, do I don't have any problem with it. Like, yeah. I, I didn't get, like, worried or anything. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, like, since it's the first couple of days, do you think people are kind of just reading the room, in a sense? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the whole yeah. joke right now. Like, I don't want to look like a... I don't want to look like a Republican. Yeah. I don't want to look like a Democrat and all that kind of stuff. But they got blue hair, so... Yeah. It's, and you got kind of self-explanatory. So, like, vaccinated <laughs> people are still wearing their masks as a result of this and this and this. And... Well, that's what's weird about the honor system, because I was worried that... You know, when they said that, like, I was going to need to, like, badge a vaccine card on me forever or some shit. Or, you know, there was going to be, like, a guard asking to see it or something. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no way they can do that in a grocery store. There's no way. They they couldn't do anything except the honor system for something like that. Yeah, I guess. Could they do it for something like travel, like international travel? Uh, I, airplanes, I'm sure. I could see that. I could see them doing it for airplanes. Right, that would make a lot of sense. But I mean, if you're going to go store buy a loaf of bread, and you have to flash a vaccine card, like that just doesn't make sense to me. You know? Yeah, but everything has to start then, somewhere. So I, I thought that you know they already kind of. Do I deny the possibility? No, but I mean. It's I, just everything got weird because of this with our you know like our civil liberties. It was like. You know, I, I mean, in a way, it, it's hard to explain, but, like, the way I looked at the mask thing, I never got mad at it because I just looked at it as, um, you know, like, no shirt, no service. Like, you, mm-hmm. have, you have to wear this yeah. one. Okay, fine. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a decision of the business. Right. And that's fine. But now, but, the shirt, that, but now the business is saying if you don't wear a shirt, you can still come in. Right, and that's what I'm saying. It's fine with businesses, but when the government, you know, the federal government was, you know, making all this and... I don't know. It, it was weird. So at this point, it wouldn't have surprised me if they had said, "Okay, you're yeah. gonna have to show it." Blah blah blah. Like I mean, it may seem weird or wrong, but like yeah. at this point, you know, you know, yeah. So it's definitely a direction that they could have taken. Um, I the only re- the the reason that they didn't. I'm not saying this is the reason, but a reason. I mean, you gotta expect there's gonna be a lot of uh, backlash from customers, like a lot of backlash. Yeah. Well, there's, there's backlash imagine before. You, yeah, there's backlash before. But imagine you go to the store and you're vaccinated and you left your card oh. at your house. Yeah. It's like, like stuff like that. I think. Like a mass stuff like that is enough to warrant that decision. Like you can't go to the, the service desk and be like, hey, I left, can I get a spare vaccine card? Like you can't do that. Right. So just stuff like that. Um, entering a store that's designed to like meet your needs and like be convenient for you mm-hmm. just I think that's just a direct contradiction to what these stores are trying to achieve in terms of like profits and stuff like that so you know when you go on an airline um, you know you don't use that as often um, you're traveling to different locations yeah I mean it's, you're only in it for a few hours yeah usually it, anyways but the possibility makes more sense right but I just want to know if you noticed anything like I, I haven't really noticed much but then again, I only really work in my secluded, isolated box where I count money, so yeah, I, mean, I can't really notice much either way. My answer is not in the first 48 hours. But not in the first 48 hours. I'm not see- And I'm not seeing much about it on social media either. You know, I, I learned that that was going to be the case from social media because that's how I've learned everything about this so far. It's not like I'm getting a letter in the mail telling me to wear masks, but yeah. Um, I haven't heard anyone complain about what people are doing. Just that thing with, like, oh, I don't want to look like a Republican or something like that. I've heard yeah. that. And, th- and that's, like, half a joke anyways. So, yeah. no, I haven't seen any backlash, and I, I hope there isn't. Yeah. So, let's talk about the gas. <laughs> yeah, let's just do that. Let's talk about the gas, all right? Yes. Let yes. me just Shortage. say something right now. Quote, unquote. Yes. There was, there was a hack. Yeah, there's a pipeline that was 100% hacked. We know this. We can confirm this. Mm-hmm. And this resulted in dry pumps. Dry pumps doesn't mean empty pumps. It just means dry pumps. So what's the difference? Dry pump is like, it's dry, but like there's still a little bit in there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, there's just not a lot, you know? Right. And one thing that I find really devastating is the response of Americans to a shortage. I think it's, I think it's oh, abhorrent. 
Tip. I really do. Toilet paper. Yeah. The, when there's <laughs> and whenever anything comes to a shortage, you have people doing the exact opposite of the logical thing you would assume, and that is well, no, no. It's more of a half. That's the thing, though. So I saw listen, a cartoon. Listen, oh, well, hear me out. So okay, I, I'll saw, hear you out. I saw. I saw. Good. And we're talking about the same cartoon, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. So one where someone bought one apple and someone bought fifteen apples, and they both say it's the, the same, same thing. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. So the sense is like. Um, I got. This I heard many. there was a shortage, so I got this many, and it's a guy with a bunch. And the other guy is talking to you. Go. He's only got one apple, and he's saying, "I heard there was a shortage, so I got this many." Yeah. Because you can look at it from a compassionate sense. Or, you know, you can look at it as, oh, people aren't going to take them anyways. i got to make sure that I'm good for the next few weeks. Opposed to, i, I got to take a little because there's not going to be that much for others. So, it, I wouldn't say it has anything to do with logic. It just, it's just really, like, perspective. Yeah, but, I mean, perspectively, can you justify getting ten boxes of toilet paper? No, and that's, and that's why we know it's a problem. Yeah. And it shouldn't really be done, but... I think I'm not I, say no, no, no. I think logically, and I think I, I think logic can come into it. So I think logically, getting a lot to compensate for a shortage is a problem, and logically makes no sense because that fuels and continues and perpetuates the shortage. Yeah, in a larger sense. In a yes. So if there's a shortage for something like okay, um, something that's not like a necessity. Like, I don't see any problem with someone getting more. They're not going to have any for a few weeks. It's, there's five people in a building, and there's a shortage of cupcakes. This guy gets two. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if it's something not that important, you know, I don't really care. Yeah, but the so far, the if shortage... It's a necessity... I think the response is more widespread, and you see it more right. when it does relate to yes. things that are important. I don't think there are ever... I don't think... The likelihood of there being a shortage of cupcakes will ever happen because there isn't a demand for cupcakes. There's a there's a demand for toilet paper. Right. I say this joke all the time. Why do we make commercials for toilet paper? You're going to buy it. Because <laughs> you want their brands. So You're going to buy toilet paper. It's the same thing with toothpaste. They want your brand. Yeah. They want you to get their brand. Like you're, No matter what happens, no matter what happens to your life, you're going to eventually buy some toilet paper. Eventually. Yeah. It is a necessity. And I say this because even a rumor, and I'm not saying that the toilet paper shortage wasn't real. I'm not saying the gas shortage isn't real. But I'm saying even, I'm speculating that even the rumor of a shortage can fabricate a shortage. Because what happens if you and I, Hmm. in social media, which burns like a wildfire, hears about the shortage of toilet paper based off misinformation and what is the American response naturally is to go buy a crap ton of toilet paper pun intended now the stores don't have toilet paper because everyone bought it all and what do we respond with well duh there's a shortage right right and then the response of the shortage is to wait for more to come in and then we hoard even more than we did the last time so what I'm saying, are we following me? Like, are we yeah. cool? are we cool here? If we're not, we're cool, always cool. If we're not cool, let me know. No, no, no. I'm we're following cool. you, and I agree with you. I was just saying the reason I don't uh, like. Okay, so like, yeah, it's logical if it's that extreme. Like, if it's a necessity, and there's a large amount of people that are affected. I just look at it as perspective because in in some situations it, it doesn't really matter if someone gets an extra thing that people don't need anyways if they think that it might not be around next week whatever okay so can we agree with what i said when it concerns things that are necessity for life yeah that's what i just said okay yeah cool cool so back to the gas yeah all right there was dry pumps for completely valid reasons a hacked pipeline yep that could be resolved if given time and the proper response but Obviously, what we did was we grabbed plastic bags and we filled 10 plastic bags with gasoline, put it in our car, and took it home with us. Did people actually do that? Or was There's that pictures. Just... Okay. There's pictures of it. No... Of course, I mean, the picture says a thousand words and all those words could be lies, but I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> there got to be somebody. 
Somebody probably did, especially after, after. I feel like if one of those, just like you said, when someone there's a rumor, it can make everyone do it. If someone saw one of those photos, they were probably like, "Oh, I need to." Get yeah, it. and then know, someone actually did it anyway. That's what I'm saying. Social media right. makes it such a big, just like it makes it, it amplifies it tenfold. Right. Because not only are you hearing about it, you're seeing physical, um, visual evidence presented before you. Here's a picture of someone. With plastic bags of gasoline. Mm-hmm. That picture could be from 10 years ago. It's going to be some kook. But you see that now and you're thinking, wow, we have no gas. I need to go get some. And we started off with a small, valid shortage. Mm-hmm. And that spread into everyone getting, hoarding lots of gas that they do not need. Amplifying this into a real shortage. Which is what I mean when I say Americans made the shortage. Okay, so... That's where, that's where I'm coming from. And I, right. I had the same response with toilet paper, and I'm having the same response with this. So, this is your response. You're not saying you have a solution. No, I have no solution. The solution is to buy less gas. Right. The logical, I'm the logical solution is when there's less of something is to buy less of it, not buy more of it. Right. Because if, if, if we had a valid supply of toilet paper, would you buy 10 boxes? No. So why is it that when we have a shortage of toilet paper, you buy 10 boxes? That, that's not... That's a selfish hoarding response to that. Yeah. If it's cupcakes, I don't care. Buy 15 boxes of cupcakes. You have them. Those are necessities. Gasoline is a necessity. Because it's not like... The way I look at it, I don't, I don't think... Americans are going to change. I think if there's another shortage tomorrow, and yeah, um, well, isn't there? Oh, dude, there's a few shortages going on. Are there? Chicken wings. Ch- chicken wings. I learned that the other day. There's, dude, I, I have not heard of chicken. There's something going on where yeah, look it up. Chicken wings are costing more at restaurants, and it's affecting us like around here, too, in New York. I have not heard of this. Yeah, so look it up. I'm, I'm, I've heard it by you know people chicken? talking. I'm just looking up chicken. Shortage. I'm just gonna see what comes up. Yeah, and that's that. And like, isn't lumber costing more right now for some reason? But can you correlate the increasing price of lumber to the shortage of lumber? Well, that's what I'm asking. I'm not sure because that price increase could be a, a myriad of reasons, right? But and maybe the chicken wing thing. What's what's your what's the saying? Uh, I don't know. We're in the bottom floor of the office, and I have one bar of service. I, I'm better. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nationwide chicken shortage causes yeah. some restaurants to make something. Yeah, they're making, like... Why is there a shortage of I, I've heard restaurants are making it where you can only buy, like, five wings or something. The nation's chicken wars and cravings for comfort food during the pandemic have made poultry so scarce. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so there's, there's, it's happening. I, how have I never heard of this? I don't know. It's probably recent, but that, I, I heard it the other day. Dude, KSD's probably having a field day over there. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, my point being, I don't think because of all these shortages, like I don't think the American people are going to change. Oh no! The, the it, other solution I was it, thinking of is like maybe we just don't tell them. But if we don't solve it in a reasonable amount of time, people will notice. Yeah. Hey, you're upping the price of gas, and no one has answers. Yeah. Either way, it would leak anyways. But yeah, so so I don't think I, you and I. Yeah. Like, no, and that's why I didn't. Really, that's why I didn't really offer a solution. If anything, right. I was just um, responding, imploring the nature of the human being, you and myself included, to you know always want to have enough of something. Mm, yeah. And right. whether there's a shortage, enough. Turned into more than what is necessary, because well, you know I think more than anything humans strive for comfort, and when there's a shortage of something, it's comfortable. And when you hear about a toilet paper shortage, it's comfortable to know that you have ten boxes of it in your house, and then it's that's so, comfortable for you, especially if you're like an elderly person who doesn't get out often. That's why I that's why I mainly see middle aged or elderly people who like get a bunch of this stuff, so that way they don't have to go out as much. But, but it's funny because. It's it's not as simple as being selfish though because the reason they get a lot number one they're not just getting it for themselves they're getting it for their family so yeah, they're of thinking course. of their family second of all they're I feel like some people maybe not all of them but they're getting a lot because they are already assuming that other people are getting a lot yeah so, so they become think- selfish. by assuming other people are selfish and it's just human and that, and that those assumptions are correct. 
If right, I, but it just makes it... If I assume that you are selfish, and you assume that I am selfish, yep. even though neither of us are selfish, our assumptions will turn us into selfish people. Yeah. Keep and that's a, that's a word salad, of course. Yeah, but, just keep talking. Okay. Yeah. Dave's going to fix the camera. We're going to get those taken care of eventually. But... And this ties back into what I was talking about with social media, because you, you might have good intention at heart, and you might not be a selfish person, but when you see the shortage in front of you on your screens every day, that might implore you to make a decision about buying an excess of something you normally wouldn't do. You wouldn't normally buy 10 boxes of toilet paper for your family. But when you see, oh, everyone else is buying 10 boxes for their family, that decision becomes a lot easier. Right. And when the decision becomes easy for everybody, that's when the shortage doesn't end. Yeah. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And like I said, the toilet paper shortage happened for a completely valid reason. Because there's a pandemic and people didn't want to go outside. But so it's, it's, it's well, I need toilet paper for my house. I don't want to go outside the next two weeks. Right. It was weird because, like, literally the whole the the catch line was fourteen days to slow, slow, slow the spread. Right. So they're like, I need enough toilet paper for fourteen days. So I'm gonna get like four boxes instead of one. You know, that kind of thing. It was weird that it was toilet paper though, because it's it's before the pandemic, people would about okay, yeah. if there was a deadly virus, what do you think would be a shortage? People are like. Hand sanitizer, tissues, maybe. And there was. Ah. There was. There was certainly... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard to there get There were certainly shortages of those, but, but those weren't amplified by the media. I mean, I had, I had a lot of customers coming up to me asking about hand sanitizer. Um, almost as much as toilet paper, actually, but the media yeah. only talked about the toilet paper because that's all people really want to talk about. Well, social much. media wasn't even... Social media is not governed or anything, and I, I didn't see much about hand sanitizer on social media. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They're, like... But then again, maybe maybe the media yeah. affects social media, you know, like news outlets. Okay, that's why people take the article and make it into a yeah. meme, whatever. Yeah, I mean, because you see videos, and I'm sure you've seen this video of people like with eight boxes of toilet paper going into their car. You know, like that makes for a news story. Mm-hmm. But if you see someone with a small box of like nine containers of hand sanitizer, that that that's might not be as hard hitting. And I'm not saying that was the case. I'm just saying that the new the media and the social media didn't really amplify hand sanitizer shortages, mm. even though that they were there and they definitely existed. I definitely had to deal with the implications of those as an employee, right? And yeah. that's why I feel like hand sanitizer got fixed faster than the toilet paper did. Yeah, we got sanitizer. We got hand sanitizer back before we got toilet paper back. Yeah, there was you know, and I work at a gas station, but there was like the first few months of you know, COVID and the quarantine and everything. It was like my manager had to drive out. My manager at the time had to drive out to like, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere higher upstate in New York to get these certain kinds of hand sanitizer that the company was telling him to get. And when he comes back, he brings back down these little bottles of like, it was, it was like liquid alcohol. Like it didn't even feel like hand sanitizer. It wasn't, didn't have the same consistency or it said hand sanitizer. But it was just like this liquid that you'd put, you can only put, you only use a few drops and we put it on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know, yeah, because I know, I know what you're talking about with the consistency because yeah. normally every cashier has his container of hand sanitizer by the register. They can mm-hmm. just squirt it, you know. It's yeah. the real hand sanitizer, you know, it's the stuff you get. You know, like the stuff you put on when you're in kindergarten. Yeah, or yeah, or the, It's the real stuff. But then, obviously, we ran out of hand sanitizer. And a few weeks later, they had this, they brought in this solution. Which was, for okay. all intents and purposes, hand sanitizer. And right. they filled it up on the registers. And you put it in, and it's just like, it's just liquid. It's literally just liquid. It's probably the same thing you were talking about. And that's what we did for the time being until we got, were able to find new ways to get the real hand sanitizer back. Yeah, that was toward the summer. Yeah, that was about, back. that was about, um, probably... Midsummer 2020 around there? Yeah. Because, well, June was when they were like, okay, the non-essential businesses can, you know, open back up and just... Yeah. You know. Dude, you remember level one and level two and level three? I didn't remember both It wasn't... Is that what it was? They called it levels? It wasn't it? Like, phase one? It wasn't... It was in New York. It was phases. Phase one, phase two. My my, my apologies. Yeah, phase... Phases in, like, red zone, orange zone. Yeah. Yeah. Red zone and orange zone... Dude, that was so funny because my weird. my friend, one of my 
Um, my cousin's husband. I don't know if there's another word for that, but, you know. Cubbin. Cubbin? <laughs> Cusband. Yeah, he had a, he has a barber shop um, over on oh, Westwater Street. Rick Hotel. Yeah, Rick. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and he's here, mm-hmm. and then you drive, like, about a few more paces down the street, and then you got 13 West Barbershop. Yeah. And 13 West was able to operate fully, and Rick had to close down because he was in an orange zone. And, oh, yeah. And 13 West was in a green zone. <laughs> and it's just stuff like that where, I mean, you have to draw the line somewhere, but... Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. You know? I don't know. I don't know. But, like, it, it's just like... So what Rick did well, was... that was the same thing with in the stores around the mall area. You know, so, like, you know how Kohl's is, like, separate from, like, the mall? Like, they're yeah. in different spots. Mm-hmm. So, some stores are split where they could... This one could do half capacity. This one can You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You were saying... No, I was I was listening yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, so, you know. But I was just kind of stuttering because I was like... I wasn't really sure Kohl's was separate from the mall. Well, it's in a different part. So there, there's the mall and, you know... But, like, it's still connected to the mall, correct? Kind of. Well, no, no. Kohl's isn't connected to the mall. Oh, no, not Kohl's. I, I was thinking of a different store. I was thinking, like, JCPenney or something. Yeah, yeah, JCPenney. But Kohl's is, like, way out from the mall. Right. It's that's like, over there by you know, Dixon. Yeah. Uh, there's some separation between it, I believe, was the case. Yeah. But um, back to what you were talking about with phases, I I just remember, I didn't even know they were being called phases. I remember, you know, Governor Cuomo, blessed yeah. be thy name, was like, <laughs> you know, oh, okay, you know, two more weeks, and that happened for three months. <laughs> like, I kept hearing two more weeks, two more weeks, you know. I, I, I remember by the second time he said two more weeks, college was like, just cancel it all. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was Throw it away. Because I remember when they first canceled the SUNY colleges. Didn't they say? Um, did they say until further notice, or did they say the rest of the semester? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I but can't remember. I remember we found out from Cuomo's tweet, and then later that evening we got an email saying, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we're not doing more school." And I was because I I was I think I was still I was I was in like digital art class when I looked at the tweet, and I yeah. was like. Huh? <laughs> Shouldn't I hear about this from the organization that yeah. I'm going through? Yeah, so, yeah, but I don't remember the phases thing until, like, June. They were like, oh, you know, we're out of, or no, we're into phase two or phase three or whatever. Yeah. I was like, cool, that's great. It's so I'll just, now I'm allowed to go into, I'm allowed to get ice cream because that wasn't essential, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Ice cream shops. Ice cream is essential. Yeah. It was indeed well, essential, but we all know it's essential. Not if you're lactose intolerant, I guess. <laughs> other than that, yeah. yeah lactose-free ice cream. Probably not. Is that a thing? Probably not an ice cream shop. Can, you, can, can get, you, can get, you can get you can get a carton of lactose-free ice cream. Can lactose intolerant people get um, froyo frozen yogurt? Is that you're, you're asking the wrong person. I I very much. Tolerate, I thought you might. Know. I very much tolerate lactose. <laughs> We're good friends, actually. <laughs> I don't know if lactose. Is it, that, know. You're, what you're asking is: Does frozen yogurt have lactose in it? And I don't know. I'd assume it does because yogurt has milk, right? That's that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. Man, all right. Well, <laughs> one of our episodes, we're going to bring in a lactose intolerant person and be like, "We want, we want answers." Do you know any? <laughs> I don't know any. Uh, I feel like they just don't say anything. Every yeah, I was gonna say every that. once in a while I do meet someone that's like drinking milk. And they're like, "Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant." I'm like, "Why are you drinking milk?" He's, they're like, "Oh, it's fine. I just throw up later." They hide. I'm like you're so like, like what? Yeah, they hide within us. Yeah, they're among us. <laughs> they are among us. That's what I was gonna say. Anyways, I don't want to talk about the pandemic. I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. That's true. We talked about it for a while. It's an interesting topic, but I don't really talk about it. All right, I want to talk about summer sixteen. Yo, we can totally do that. Summer everyone 16. Had, everyone had a great summer five 16. Five year anniversary of summer 16. And I just randomly realized this. What's up? That's five years since summer 16. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, we're old. Um, <laughs> we're older. We're older. Yeah. We're older. But I tried to look back and think on summer 16. And... What what made Summer 16 so good? Well, that's a weird... And it's, maybe, it's probably not something you can put in a physical description, but, I mean, 
I'm trying to think back about why why it was so hyped up, and I can't remember what it was besides that song by Drake. Well, as I'm sure you know, you can tell always whenever there's an election year, at least with American presidential election years, there's always something going on where it's it's a big year. Whether there's a reason for that or not, I don't know, but there always is. Second of all, it's a weird phenomenon though because. Do you not? I, I and I think I've, we've talked about this before, maybe not on the podcast. But do you not remember when uh, we were coming around New Year's Eve uh, for 2016, going into 2017? And there were all these memes about how 2016 was such a bad year. Do you remember all those memes? I hate to be that guy, but I don't remember a single okay. meme talking about. I, we can we can pull up. Here's one right here. There's, there's a bunch, but because <laughs> okay. I'm sure I'll throw it in because there were there were tons. And I don't know why. I'm the only one that remembers it. Unless people do it every year. I just remember people always... Yeah, pull one up. I just remember there was always something. You know, they were like, oh, this was so bad. I'm not sure if it was, you know, the election, you know, with, with Trump winning, people not happy about it. I don't remember. But I remember seeing it all so much. And then two years later, in like 2018, people would be talking about, yo, what was in the hair in summer 2016, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I thought it was such a bad year. I've got the memes saved in my mm. Google Photos. They're all there. I got some. The first thing that showed up was an article that was 17 memes that perfectly sum up how 2016 was the worst year ever. Yeah, there you go. Now, and this article is posted in 2016. Yeah. Which makes sense. I just want to make sure that was on there. Yeah. I don't remember any of this. I remember I remember 2016 getting praise of a great year. Actually, not, no, not, not, I remember summer 16. I'm talking about summer 16. Because obviously after summer 16 was when Trump got elected. And then obviously that caused a lot of Right, but if summer, summer 16. I could could see how that summed up 2016 being a bad year. Yeah, but if summer 2016 was so good, would you call the whole year in in particular terrible? I suppose. I guess that's weird. I, I guess that's a subjective question. Yeah. I think a great I think a great summer turns into a great year no matter what. Because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, unless you got something. Because I mean, I had a good 2020 summer, for example. But yeah, most people agree, you know, and we said that on the last podcast. So let me yeah, this, this is a good example. Let me ask you: Would you consider 2020 to be a good year for you, subjectively, personally, considering the fact that you had a great 2020 summer? Overall, my 2020. It was subpar. Subpar, okay. Yeah. So for people, for some people, a good, a good or even a great summer doesn't necessarily entail a good year overall. Yeah. So we can we can talk about we can we can agree that summer twenty sixteen was bad, despite summer sixteen being well, summer sixteen. Right. You know, we don't talk about we don't. No one says summer seventeen. Summer. I have heard people say stuff about summer 2017. Yeah, but no. Here's As I said, it's a phenomenon. I think people. Yeah, look but back I think the phrase the "summer," the summer, and then the last two digits of the year, I think that stemmed from summer 16. I think before 2016, I don't think anyone referring to summer 15. Well, yeah, they would say well, summer. They would say summer of 2015, and then 2016 comes out, and now it's summer. Yeah, but 16. Kind of, people have been doing it though. Summer 69. Summer 67, people did it about, you know, the hippie era and stuff. Okay. So it's not unheard of. I, I, I didn't hear about it since. You know, what I, about I, the I early heard... 2000s, though, when it didn't sound as cool? Like, Summer 3? Summer 01. <laughs> summer 3? <three. laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like we're, like, just starting on existence. Like, wow, Summer summer 2. <laughs> the second summer. Summer 2. Yeah, but, like, are you going to say Summer 02? People might have, but, no, I don't hear it as much as I hear 2016. Anyways... Yeah. What was in the air? What I don't was, know. Yeah. I mean, you and I were... We were like, 16. Going into junior year, yeah. We were 16. We might have... You might have had your book report done way before mine was. Oh, I but, don't remember the book report. Because I remember I posted mine on Twitter and you were like... I don't know if you DM me or you reply, but you were like, hey, I think you DM me. But you were like, hey, just so you know, you're supposed to put quotes in that table on the question one part and I was like thank god you told me that because it was in August and I was like just finish this <laughs> yeah so I remember you saving me there but yeah. do you think it's just um 
our generation that um, talks about how good Summer 16 was? I doubt people. I, I think another way to word this question, do you think there's going to be like a Summer 22 for the generation below us where they have like their teenage breakout summer and that's kind of what they think on? So yeah, that's people born. Because I don't know if Summer 16 is something that was just us because we were like 16 like at the, the people peak born of our in, teenage years yeah. or was this everybody? The people born in 2006 would turn 16 in 2022 and in that case, they might. Yeah. But again, people born in 1998, I don't remember hearing much about 2014. Yeah. So I don't summer know. Summer 14! <laughs> yeah, Summer 14. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Need I bet they just had to kind of jump on summer sixteen back. What happened, they, dude? They had to jump on summer sixteen with us. They had no choice. What they're, happened? They're, in, can you name one thing that happened in twenty fourteen? Because I'm trying to think right now. My brother graduated from high school. Okay. No. Oh, <laughs> your other brother. Yeah. I have a lot of them. I don't think that's what you're referring to, though. I think you're P- referring to like a, an actual historical event. No, I can't think of anything. The, the PS4 and the Xbox was November twenty thirteen. Yeah. I think it's a good thing that we can't think of a thing that happened in 2014. Oh! Well, Taylor, Taylor Swift dropped 1989. Yeah, she's, she's a little late on that one. Yeah. She was 25 years late on that one. Shake It Off came out in August of 2014. Okay. What did? Shake It Off, her like number one Shake it off. hit on YouTube, I think. How do you remember that? Oh, yeah, you're a Swifty. I'm not a Swift. You're a Swifty. <laughs> I, I enjoy one album. That's fine. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't like much of the later work, but yeah. okay. Anyways, I was just trying to think because I said 2014. I was trying to remember. Yeah, but as as far as 2016, mine was just good, just because I'll ask you what. You, yeah, what's what was yours? I just had a. I think it was a good summer. I don't. I did you? Win I, a equate, I, I equate a good summer to nothing bad happening. Yeah, okay. nothing bad happened, and I had some made some good memories. It's a great summer. If something bad happened, then it's probably not a good summer. If I can't think of a bad thing that happened in summer sixteen, it's probably a good summer. Right. I'm not bringing this up because of my experiences. I'm just wondering if summer sixteen was just something that like our age gap experienced. Maybe, you know. And this kind of goes with the cartoons. You know, you know how we have like our cartoons, like. The cartoons of the early 2000s, you know, like Courage the Cowardly Dog, the Teen Titans, like those were, like that was, and SpongeBob, and Fairly OddParents, and Jim, like those were the cartoons of the day. And now all the kids these days don't have, like you've heard this stuff, right? Yeah, it just, it, but it overlaps a little. Yeah. Because SpongeBob came out in 99, meaning it was like millennial kids were also watching it. Yeah, but like when you were, when you were six years old. Yeah, when yeah. I was six years old, it was 2006. I'd say it's around peak SpongeBob. Yeah, that's about fourth, fifth season, probably around there, or maybe it was a later season. But like the third and fourth season was still. From what I remember, season three. I was of able, to, I was able to grow up when new episodes of SpongeBob yeah, were coming yeah. out that were like peak SpongeBob. I was gonna say they're still coming out, but like if you like, were like if you were a kid, if you were like six years old in 1999, mm-hmm. then you had to start out with prime SpongeBob, right? And you didn't get peak SpongeBob to your, like, what, 12, 13, which yeah. is not bad. Yeah. But um, I say this because uh, that's what our generation said about our cartoons from the early 2000s. And what I'm noticing now is that there is a new generation of kids below us mm-hmm. that are now talking about the great cartoons of their days. What are they saying? They're talking about regular show, um, Adventure Time. Um, that's fine. No, no, you, you're Damn. you're right. That right. is fine. Those are great cartoons, right? But those are the same cartoons that we bashed on when we were talking about how great our cartoons were. Kinda. We we're like, oh, these kids watch Adventure those, Time. Regular, you know, like, regular show and Adventure Time kind of peaked in middle school. Like they actually had like adults watching Adventure Time and stuff like that. Cause yeah. It, there's there's weird different concepts. It's kind of like yeah. Rick and Morty where they start talking about like time and space, but like. I don't know. Like, I don't remember anyone necessarily bad. Maybe it's just those two examples I can't think of. What what, yeah. what shows when we were, like, in high school were we bashing? That I mean, they, I'm not saying that specifically. Like, oh, okay. Well, so I'm like, just saying in general, do you remember anyone on social media bashing? I mean, we did have a whole bracket challenge for Bells or Disney and Pixar movies, yeah. so... Um, I don't know. I remember not really... When I found out what Steven Universe was, I was like... 
What? Like, I didn't really like the animation. I don't know. I, didn't, I, I didn't love like the animation of Steven Universe. No. I Everything's really... got to be circled. I, was, I wasn't really a fan. I, I suppose. That's a, a, a personal choice. Right. I never really watched... Because some of them actually had... Um, um, what's it called? Continuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Steven Universe had continuity. It did. And I did... I never... Like got home and like binge watched Cartoon Network. So I never really got into the story of Steven Universe. I would there just sometimes be an episode on. And I'd be like, wow, that's that's funny, and then just move on. There's something nice about not having continuity. Yeah. And then there's then there's series with absolutely no continuity, like the yeah. Amazing World of Gumball. Every day's regular shows. A, regular shows a little bit of continuity. Yeah, like certain aspects of the show because he had to continue a, on. But they the had their friends. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, certain shows like The Amazing World of Gumball, zero continuity. Like, maybe a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. But still not enough to, like, ruin the show for you if you just jump in in the middle. Yeah. So. They just, cha- on Gumball, I think they just changed a few characters. Like, yeah. their, their designs and stuff like that. But, yeah. So, I say this because I think as a kid, you might get more, because, like, you know, when you're a kid, you're, like, attached to the screen, of course. You love cartoons. And they... Mm-hmm. Advertise the new episodes every week. Yeah, you know, like new episode Thursday, eight seven Central. And your kid's like, "Wow, I gotta watch that." So they might get a little more attached to the continuity or the story behind the cartoon. Well, that's dying too. Yeah, well, yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's funny because I, I just feel like, and and you know, I'm not the first to have this idea, but I just feel like well, there's going to be so many streaming services that you're going to get a smart TV. And it'll just have this. They'll just become channels again. Well, you click on it, you'll be like, "Oh, you know, I can watch Hulu. I can watch Netflix. I can watch Amazon. I can watch Paramount Plus. I can watch Disney Plus." And you're gonna have eventually. You're gonna have all these channels, and it's just gonna be back to channels. And that is where we're gonna kick off the next episode of Jam Machines. But we're gonna stop it for today because I think we had a good discussion for I don't know how long. How long have we been talking? Uh, it's been fifty minutes. 50 minutes? Yes. I'd say it's about a good, I'd say about a good time, about 15 an hour. We've got some stuff to talk about tomorrow. But we're going to call it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking to Jam Machines. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Peace.